Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now, today is October the 15th, and on this day in 1991, I'd like to have been in Seville in Spain, and not just for the weather, but because it was the first day of the Guitar Legends Festival. The festival would run for five days, featuring performances by the likes of Roger Waters, Joe Satriani, and B.B. King. On this day in 1977, Paul Simon released Slip Sliding Away. It's one of my favourite tracks of his, Such an Earworm. It would go on to be a top five hit in the US. And on this day in 1965, Jimi Hendrix signed his first recording contract. It was a three-year deal that would later cause major legal issues in the years to come. But for today's show, we focus on an album released on this day in 1978. Yes, released 44 years ago today was the self-titled debut album from Toto. The album contained three big hit singles, I'll Supply the Love, Georgie Porgy, and of course, Hold the Line, which sat in the Billboard Top 10 for 14 weeks. The album itself would go on to be Top 10 in Canada, the US, Australia, Sweden, West Germany, and many other countries, and was eventually certified double platinum in America. That first lineup of the band was Bobby Kimball, David Page, David Hungate, Jeff and Steve Pocaro, and Steve Lukather, who we're going to hear from now. I spoke with him last year, and here's a clip where I asked him about this period when the first album came out. First record that came out and Hold the Line was such a smash hit, and you're playing that in front of crowds, and you're getting the reception, and you're seeing how it all blew up for you. I mean, that must have been phenomenal. It was a thrill. It was a thrill. I mean, you're, you know, your first hit record as an artist is something you never forget hearing it on the radio the first time yeah. you know seeing the success and you know multi-platinum success and all that we were like wow it was the dream coming true you know what i mean and then then the worst thing about that is then you have to follow it up <laughs> you know what i mean it's like okay this was really great but we were so i mean we were young and cocky you know like wow we're gonna do this we're gonna do this blah 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 we're not listening to anybody you know and then we kind of we're f- trying to find ourselves and we reconnected to what we really were and what re- we really are on total four. You know what I mean? We were experimenting, trying to find, because when we started out as a band, we were in high school and stuff like that. But when we started as Toto yeah. per se, we made the record before we ever played live. Wow. So, That's... I mean, we played live together with Boz and together in school for, you know, a long, many years. And we just walked in and, you know, Dave sat down the piano because I got this song here. Let's play this, and then we just, it was like, okay, we're in, you know. And next thing you know, we're making a record. That's incredible. So I, was just, I was just thrilled to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that's almost backwards from what everybody else does. Everyone else kind of yes. cuts their teeth live in front of an audience, finds out what works, what doesn't work, change a bit of the song here or there or whatever. But you guys have done it backwards. Well, the thing was, I mean, we were coming off, I, I should say, Dave and Jeff were coming off the success of Boss Gag Silk Degrees, and we did the tour i had a high school pretty much you know give or take a year and from there 
the first demos we did with Toto was January 77. And by October 77, post the Boss Gag summer tour that we did, uh, Sony just said, we hear, uh, they went to Dave and Jeff and said, we hear you guys got a band, we want you. Just don't look anywhere else. Well, you know, we'll, we'll make a deal. And so we made a great deal. And the next thing you know, we're, you know, that's how it happened. So it wasn't like we were playing in the clubs and got discovered. We were doing all that in school. So we paid our dues doing that, doing weddings and all this kind of crappy gigs that you would do as a young musician um, to get our sea legs. We were studying hard so we could get into maybe possibly being studio players because Jeff was in Steely Dan when we were in high school. And David Page was working on those records as well. He played on Steely stuff and they were the two young hot guys in L.A. And so I got to meet all the other studio musicians that I looked up on, you know, all the guitar players, you know. Lee Rittenauer, Larry Carlton, Jay Graydon, Ray Parker Jr., um, uh, Dean Parks, I, the list goes on, you know what I mean? And my buddy Mike Landau came up with me. You know, we've known each other since we were 12, you know, so, I mean, and we're still close buddies, you know, we, we see each I saw him for his birthday last week, so... You know. Steve Lukather from Toto there. A great interview, another of my favourites. Check it out on episode 34. You can hear his stories about working with three of the Beatles, working with Michael Jackson on Thriller, yes. Plus Toto's big hits too, including Africa and the likes like that. Hear it all on episode 34 of Vintage Rock Pod. But that's it for October 15th. I'll be back tomorrow with more classic rock goodness. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.